Om Sai Ram. Warm welcome to all the listeners of this podcast and the devotees of Sadguru Sri Sainath Maharaj on this auspicious Thursday. May Lord Sainath Maharaj bless each one of you with good health, happiness, peace of mind and prosperity. Baba says in one of his 11 promises Jo jo maja bhaje jaisa jaisa bhave taisa pave mehi tyasi meaning many people worship baba in various ways some do it for attainment of materialistic gains and some do it for spiritual gains there is yet another category of people who worship baba just because of their love and respect towards him however baba never judges anyone's intentions he says whoever calls me out with pure heart i always run to the aid of such devotee worship need not be ritualistic only it can be in form of manas puja where one worships baba in his heart even the chanting of simple words sai sai will do away the bad effects of karmas one should understand that karma is something everyone has to bear however when guru stands beside us holding our arm we get the necessary strength to go through the problem the intensity of the problems it's it gets reduced On this positive note let us all bow down to our beloved father mother friend philosopher and guide our parabrahma sadguru shri sainath maharaj Today we shall listen to the chapter 11 of shri sai satcharitra This chapter is also referred to as rudra adhyaya as part of our weekly parayana or recitation In this chapter the author Sri Govind Raghunath Dabulkar alias Hemadpant describes Baba as Sagun Parabrahma or the supreme godhead in human form he narrates to us Dr Pandit's worship about Haji Siddiq Phalke and how Sai Baba has control over the elements of the nature before we begin I prostrate myself unto the lotus feet of Lord Ganesha the lord of wisdom and goddess Saraswati the goddess of knowledge I pay my obeisance unto the lotus feet of my kuladevta Bhavani Shankar Sri Nagesh Maharudra and Devi Sri Mahalakshmi my maternal deities Sri Devki Krishna Ravanath Sri Ramnath and Sateri I bow down to my guru Sadguru Sri Sainath Maharaj my parents and my grandparents last but not the least I pay my respects to you all my listeners let us now begin Om Sai Ram Chapter 11 Let us now in this chapter describe the manifested or sagun brahma sai how he was worshiped 
and how he controlled the elements sai et sagun brahman there are two aspects of god or brahma one the unmanifested or nirgun form and the second one the manifested or sagun form the nirgun is formless while the sagun is with form though both denote the same brahma some refer to the worship of former some the later as stated in bhagavad gita chapter 12 the worship of the latter is easy and preferable as man has got a form like body senses etc it is natural and easy for him to worship the god with form our love and devotion do not develop unless we worship sagun brahma for a certain period of time and as we advance it leads us to the worship in form of meditation of nirgun brahma so let us start with sagun worship image alta fire light sun water brahma are the seven objects of worship but sadguru is better than all this let us on this occasion bring to our mind the form of our beloved god sai who was non attachment incarnate and who was resting place for his whole hearted devotees our faith in his words is the seat of asan our sankalp that is determination to start and finish the puja is the abandonment of all the desires some say that sai was a bhagavad bhakta or devotee of the lord others says he was a mahabhagavat that is a great devotee but to us he is god incarnate he was extremely forgiving never irritable straight soft tolerant and content beyond comparison though he looked embodied as having the form he was really disembodied emotionless unattached and internally free the ganges on its way to the sea cools and refreshes the creatures affected with heat gives life to the crops and trees and quenches the thirst of many similarly the saints like sai while they live their own life give solace and comfort to all lord krishna had said that the saint is my soul my living image i am he or he is my pure form or being this is indescribable shakti or power of god known as pure existence knowledge and bliss incarnated in form of sai in shirdi the shruti taitriya upanishad describes brahman as bliss this we read or hear daily in the books but the devout people experience this brahman or bliss in shirdi baba the support of all required no prop or support asan from anybody he always used a piece of sackcloth for its seat 
which was covered with a small beautiful bed by his bhaktas and has a bolster placed by them as a rest to his back baba respected the feelings of his devotees and allowed them to worship him as they liked some waved chamar or fans before him some played on musical instruments some washed his hands and feet some others applied saint and chandan some gave betel nuts with leaves and other things and some others offered naivedya though he looked like living in shirdi he was present everywhere this all pervasiveness of his way daily experienced by his devotees our humble prostration to this all pervasive satguru now we move on to the next topic dr pandit's worship one dr pandit a friend of tatya saheb nulkar once came to shirdi for baba's darshan after saluting baba he stayed in the masjid for some time baba asked him to go to dada bhat kedkar he went to dada bhat by whom he was well received then dada bhat left his house for puja and dr pandit accompanied him dada bhat worshiped baba nobody until then dared to apply sandal paste to baba's forehead only mahalsapati used to apply it to his throat but this simple hearted devout dr pandit took dada bhat's dish containing puja materials and taking sandal paste out of it drew a tripunda that is horizontal three lines on baba's forehead to the surprise of all baba kept silent without uttering a single word then dada bhat that evening asked baba how is it that though you object to the sandal paste being applied by others to your forehead but you allowed dr pandit to do so now baba replied that dr pandit believed him to be the same as his guru ranganath maharaj of dhopeshwar known as kaka puranik and he applied the paste to his forehead as he was doing to his guru hence he could not object on inquiry dr pandit told dada bhat that he took baba as his guru kaka puranik and hence he marked the tripunda on baba's forehead as he did on his guru's head though baba allowed the devotee to worship him as they pleased still sometimes he acted in a strange way sometimes he threw away the puja dish and was breath incarnate then who could approach him sometimes he scolded the devotee at times he looked softer than a wax a statue of peace and forgiveness though he seemed to shake with anger and his eyes red eyes rolled round and round still he was internally a, st- a stream of affection and motherly love immediately he called out his devotees and said that he ever angry with his devotees that if mother kicked their children and if the sea turned back the rivers he would neglect the devotees welfare 
that he the slave of his devotees always stood by them and responded to them whenever they called upon him and that he always longed for their love haji siddiq falke there was no knowing when baba would accept a devotee that depended on his sweet will siddiq falke's story is to the point one mohammedan gentleman by the name siddiq falke of kalyan after making a pilgrimage to mecca and madina came to shirdi he lived in chawdi facing north and sat in the open courtyard of the masjid for 9 months baba ignored him and did not allow him to step into the masjid falke felt much disconsolate and did not know what to do somebody advised him not to be disappointed but to try to approach baba through shama or madhavrao deshpande a close and intimate devotee of baba he told him that as they approached the god shiva through his servant and devotee nandi so baba should be approached through shama falke liked the idea and implored shama to intercede for them shama agreed and on a convenient occasion spoke to baba about him thus baba why don't you allow the old haji to step into the masjid while so many people freely come and go after taking a darshan why not bless him once baba replied shama you are too young to understand things if the fakir allah does not allow what can i do without his grace who will climb the masjid well go to him and ask him whether he will come to the narrow footpath near the barwi fell shama went and turned with an affirmative answer again baba said to shama ask him whether he is willing to pay me the sum of rupees 40000 in four installments shama went and returned with the answer that he was willing to pay even 40 lakhs again baba said to shama we are going to butcher a goat in the masjid so ask him whether he would like to have mutton hunch or testicles of goat shama returned with the answer that haji would be happy to receive a small crumb from baba's kolamba or clay pot hearing this baba got excited and with his hands threw away the earthen jars and kolamba and straight away advanced to haji and lifting his kafni up with his hand said why do you brag and fancy yourself great and pose yourself as an old haji do you read quran like this you are proud of your pilgrimage to makka but you do not know me being thus scolded the haji was confounded baba then went back to the masjid purchased a few baskets of mangoes and sent them to haji then again baba went to the haji and taking out rupees 55 out from his pocket gave them to the haji from that time baba loved the haji invited him for meals and the haji thereafter came to the masjid whenever he liked 
Baba gave him at times some rupees and thus the haji was enlisted in Baba's darbar. We will now move on to the next topic that is Baba's control over the elements. We shall close this chapter after describing two incidents showing Baba's control over the elements. Once at evening time there was a terrible storm at Shirdi. The sky was overcast with thick black clouds. The winds began to blow forcibly. The clouds roared and the lightning began to flash and the rains began to descend in torrents. In a short time the whole place was flooded with water. All the creatures, birds, beasts and men got terribly frightened and they all flocked to the masjid for shelter. There are many local deities in Shirdi but none of them came to their help. So they all prayed to Baba, their God, who was found of their devotion to intercede and quell the storm. Baba was much moved. He came out and standing at the edge of the masjid addressed the storm in a loud and thunderous voice. Stop! Stop your fury and the calm! In a few minutes, the rain subsided. The wind ceased to blow and the storm came to stop. Then the moon rose in the sky and the people then went back home, well pleased. On another occasion, at noon, the fire in the dhuni began to burn brightly. Its flames were seen to be reaching the rafters above. The people who were sitting in the masjid did not know what to do. They dared not to ask Baba to pour water or do anything to quench the flames. But Baba soon came to realize what was happening. He took up his satka, that is short stick, and dashed it against a pillar in front, saying, Get down, be calm. At each stroke of the satka, the flames began to lower and slow down. And in a matter of few minutes, the dhuni became calm and normal. This is Asai, an incarnation of God. He will bless any man who will prostrate and surrender himself to him. He who will read the stories of this chapter daily with faith and devotion will soon be free from all the calamities. Not only this, but always attached and devoted to Sai, he will get very soon God vision. All his desires will be fulfilled. And being ultimately desireless, he will attain the Supreme. Amen. Bow to Sri Sai. Peace be to all. Om Sairam.